Mm, I'm not sure. I might have. It's on my go on my Twitter. It's, it's there if you want to retweet it out from there. All right. Beautiful. We are live. So we're going to give this like a countdown. Five, three, four, four three, <laughs> one, two, <laughs> two. I'm going to, uh, 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 ladies and gentlemen, dames and messieurs, welcome to a new stupid podcast where two old friends talk about things and stuff and stuff and things. It's our one year anniversary. Uh, there we go. We oh, yeah. Yeah, on well on YouTube, I'm going by the YouTube first uh, first publishing date, which I think was the 26th. So I guess it was technically yesterday. I don't know. I, I don't know days anymore because I'm in Australia, so I have no idea. Like every time you say you send me something, it's like, like okay, tomorrow. I'm like, okay, is that yeah, no, today? Tomorrow? I, tomorrow, tomorrow? I, I leave that completely up to you because I have no idea. I, don't I know have to like behind me, ahead of me. I need like a I need like a, a blackboard with a time chart and like all that stuff but um well that's why i, I try to I, I don't go with like uh i try to avoid um like days i just you know it's not thursday or wednesday just tomorrow so, mm-hmm. you know it's the day after today and i got uh, yeah add or subtract 12 hours and figure it out from there yeah uh yeah. new thing i found out about being in australia um and this is an interesting thing is that all Aust- all australians all of them hate rabbits they hate them yeah uh so Part of my job as groundskeeping at, uh, at uh, my wife's daycare is um, is we have this big market area, market farm area, um, and it has a few big gates. Uh, so the last what I did yesterday was basically rabbit proof all these gates. I did one gate um, last week, and we found a rather large rabbit dead by the gate. So we figured that it it was you know inside the property, tried to get out, couldn't get out, uh, and kind of just died at the corner of the property. And, uh, and every time I told anyone that, uh, like all the women who worked there and like, there was a, there was a parents who were kind of coming through to take a tour and we just happened to be talking because I was digging new, new stuff for the, to rabbit proof the gates and yada, yada, yada. And, uh, everyone I talked to was like, oh yeah, good. Yeah, good. You know, you killed a rabbit. Awesome. Uh, fuck, fuck, fuck rabbits. I, I swear Dude. to God, I think if you found a, a, an Australian vegan, even they'd be like, oh, well, you know, as long as I don't have to do it, as long as I don't see it, that's just yeah, kill it. Don't eat it. Yeah, exactly. Um, do, do, do Australians happen to, um, sustain themselves on some type of crop that is also very attractive to rabbits? It's just because it's an invasive yeah. species and like there it's, you know, it was brought in probably for you know it, it was probably brought in by the british because they wanted to, they wanted to hunt rabbit with there's a reason why they have foxes here too right and foxes fuck up everything um and the re- reason there's foxes here is because is because um uh the british wanted to hunt hunt foxes like there's no other reason to have a fox here like you know so it's like uh cows in india or something i don't know how that works pigs i think there's pigs in australia too that they they introduced and they're like oh shit we have to kill them all now or there's something there they they literally fly around in helicopters just pegging them off well there's livestock in california in california the pig thing is really bad i don't know how bad it is in australia because the thing with pigs is they go feral like they Mm -hmm. they'll go they'll revert back to a natural state like a boar essentially yeah yeah, uh, within like up. within a generation or so, um, uh, other animals take a little bit of time. Hey, Spud Ruckus, congrats! Thank you, thank you for the congrats. Uh, uh, so, yeah, so I mean, cows will go back to some sort of native form pretty fast, but pigs go like they become pickerels, so they get yeah. like, the, like the, then they're dangerous. Um, 
but yeah, here it's like rabbits, man. If you kill a rabbit in Australia, no one's going to matter. You could like, they're going to be, they'll, they'll champion you. <laughs> and it's across the board too. Yeah, good. It's perfect. Uh, it's perfect. 22 uh, target practice. Yeah, exactly. You know, you do it out in the open. They probably like, what are you doing? And like killing rabbits. Like, oh yeah, it's fine. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah let's keep, continue. Like, do you want to be just Do you want a stronger gun? Like here. Yeah. They're just, they're just massive Elmer Fudd fans. It's a cultural <laughs> thing. So a few things have happened of interesting note. Um, yeah. of course we've this, we've titled this episode of I titled this episode, um, toxic femininity and, uh, the crisis of human decency, uh, which we can get into, but, uh, oh, no, just don't give it, don't give us a big topic to cover or anything. Well, you know, it's a one year anniversary. What are you going to do? Uh, we both have a hard, hard hour to cap on this. So we'll, we'll try to get as much in as we can. Um, but of course we have to talk about the, the big thing. Elon Musk bought Twitter. Um, it's official and that's going to happen. And the reactions are delicious because it's, it's just showing you how, I don't know how people are going to come back to any form of reality. Like, you know, we, we always talk about that, like a new normal or, um, how do we going to live with these people? And so that, and, and I, and again, I understand that someone's online presence and someone's real world presence can be two completely separate things. So I'll give them, uh, I'll give them a whole bunch of hope there. But some of these reactions, man, like if this well, is any, if this is indicative, certainly just finish. This, if this yeah. is indicative of anything that's going on inside these people's heads, I don't know how they get through a day. Like I don't know. Well, because they live they, online. It's, it's, right? it's and insane. this is like literally the death. This death of of their whole. Uh, you know, imagine if your whole so they're your your like sort of peer group and bully clan and. Uh, anywhere you, the one place in the world where you feel tough and you can yeah, assert yourself cool. and, you know, and, and now that just got bought by a capitalist. Who's talking shit. about free speech and you don't know what that is. Cause we know, cause also none of us know what that means or how it's going to come out. Um, What's it spelled wrong? Imagine being so batshit crazy that you're are spurging out right now. Delete your account, Sean King. Yeah. Sean King, yeah. the the, <laughs> the the black guy, Talcum um, X. Yeah, Talcum X has come out and said that he's he, he deleted his Twitter account uh, allegedly, uh, or after this, whatever. And he's called uh, Elon Musk buying Twitter uh, white power. And it's like, you know. It's, it's an interesting thing between Sean King and Elon Musk. Elon Musk is the African American in this conversation, yeah. and and, and I, the immigrant, and the immigrant um, yeah. who's who's building environmentally conscious cars and trying to get people to Mars. Like, look again, I don't know what Elon's up to. I we talked about this in the last podcast, yeah. uh, which thank you YouTube for and TED Talk for fucking bombing our fucking feed. Um, Unbelievable! For, for basically, like we're we're two promoting minutes. a TED talk. Two minutes to promote a TED talk and Elon. Two minutes of a talk thing, and they and they 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 scoobied the whole goddamn thing. Anyways, I don't want to get on that right. It's one more. It's one more feather in my cap of despising TED. Yeah, no, exactly. Oh, and we'll do this now. If you like if, to help the podcast out, help the channel out, like, subscribe, and share. Fuck YouTube. I don't know what, the, whatever. The only reason I, I would go with YouTube numbers is it's YouTube's the only useful number in terms of analytics. All the other sites have weird analytics. I don't know what to base this on for future stuff as we build into it. Like you kind of want numbers and know exactly how many people 
you're really watching versus how many soft numbers you get or that kind of thing. So I'm looking for ad revenue. If we, if we go that route or, or whatever, it's, it's useful to have those numbers. So that's the only reason I'm even doing the YouTube thing. Um, otherwise we just do bit shoot and I don't know how those numbers work, but fuck it. We're, we're killing it over there. Apparently yeah. I, don't, mm. <laughs> I take it as we'll take them. Oh, okay. Um, but it's, it's just useful for, for future stuff. So please like subscribe and share and help you to, to check yes. it out. We are as, as authentic as fuck. We, this is the most authentic as fuck podcast you're going to find because we leave it all in man. my daughter interrupts. We have a Wi-Fi collapse. I don't know. Like in fire breaks out, we're going to, we're going to leave it in there. You got to read the chats because I'm not putting my glasses on. Yeah, no worries. Uh, I don't have the confidence that'll be an unfettered free speech like some hope. You got to read them so I can hear you. Okay. Uh, she Spud says, I don't have the confidence that it'll be an unfettered free speech like some hope, but I do think it would be better. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, in terms of, in terms of, I, I honestly don't think the the change is going to be a big deal for most people. Like you're going to get. Yeah. I think, okay, let's talk about this. Hang on. Let's spend a little time to think about this. If you were Elon, how would, what would you do? Would, I mean, not what maybe you would do, but what would Elon do? What would you think is in the scope of what Elon would actually want in terms of loosening up things a little bit? Uh, some have said, that, you know, he might introduce a, a real deal subscription service or at least yeah. push people to uh, purchase blue check marks, which I'm, I'm, I'm on board with. Um, um, you know, like, cause uh, the, there's always been, there's like, um, the, whoever it is, whether it's gangs of roving leftists or just expand bots, trolls. Yeah. I remember even Owen Benjamin did this a long time when he set up a thing, you know, it was like you charge a dollar and they won't pay it. I think it's the, so, so even if it's, even if it's $5 for a lifetime, um, uh, whatever blue check certification, mm -hmm. that's enough of a barrier to entry that it'll get rid of so much of the crap. Because someone's not going to, no, that that's like your entire profit motive for setting up a, a, a troll farm, you know, or a bot farm or whatever. Well, considering so also just people little do multiple, things. Yeah, considering also people do multiple accounts, like how usually that works out is that one troll farm will set up like, I don't know, let's say 100 accounts or whatever it is, probably more, way more than that, but we'll just use a number. Mm -hmm. And then they just spam it out because it's free. Whereas if you had to buy a hundred and also get authenticated, which is more difficult, but if it's, if you can even get a hundred counts. Well, so can I jump in there? Cause yeah, yeah you're right. right. The 500 bucks, it's, it's, it's something, right. And it's enough to discourage. It's enough to take someone and have them go, ah, you know what? Maybe I got a better use for my time. Mm -hmm. Um, but what I don't like is, is the authentication idea. Like mm -hmm. I'd rather just go with a subscription service. Let me stay as two bit, you know, half my name. Um, cause I don't, I don't, I don't want to be on there necessarily as my full identity, but I like the idea of a barrier to entry. That's not, you know, like I'm not a celebrity. I'm not, if you're famous, fine, like verify that it's you, mm -hmm. but if you're some schlub, you know, Joe blow, pay the five bucks and yeah. keep your anonymity. Cause I like, I like that, that it's, it's semi anonymous or I've, right now, current completely anonymous. Now I've been bouncing that, that idea in my head for the last like a week or so. Um, because I, I keep falling on both sides of it a little bit. Ultimately, I think that, um, forcing people to do authentic, uh, to be, uh, to go through some sort of getting your details. Yeah. And also just your details being held by a third party. It's always weird. Uh, you know, I, I, again, what we said in the last podcast is I think Elon bought this to start solving AI. So we might start seeing a lot of weird shit coming in, uh, facial, uh, 
recognition software are always on stuff might come in. Because I think one of the things he mentioned in the TED Talk about the hard thing with AI, especially for driverless cars, is um, eye movement. Um, so trying to figure out how, where human beings look and how they react to what they look at. So I would, my suspicion is, and we'll see if this gets confirmed, is you're going to start seeing little tiny things happening with the interface of Twitter that's going to be almost directing your eye in different places and hmm. might get reaction kind of stuff, right? Like it's going to, if, if the layout changes even slightly, look for that. Like look for things that's going to be sort of tracking your eye movements. Um, and always well, couldn't they just access your camera through Twitter? I mean, but they would have to. Uh, yeah, well, it's they would of, have to do a. That's know, a little Twitter sketchy. wants to access your camera thing. It's a little <laughs> sketchy on that one, and could and could blow up in their face. They're going to want you to do it voluntarily, um, and on. Mass. But they would need. But they would need camera access to do even what you're mentioning. So uh, unless they could see, just put a news thing up in the corner and see if you respond to it. Or exactly. click on it maybe without having to do tracking. I think it'll start doing that and then maybe have an option like video, always on video chat where people will just put it on and, and have conversations in real time kind of thing, which they already kind of have in their rooms and whatever. It's more vocal, it's more voice chat. But I would mm -hmm. bet you anything that's going to be a visual component coming back to Twitter very, very soon. Because I think everything about what he's doing is trying to solve AI. That's the only reason he's buying this thing. Um, it doesn't make sense for the money. Uh, I was having a discussion with a family member last night. Is like she, and she was like, "I don't understand why. How does Twitter make money?" I'm like, "It, it Twitter doesn't make money." Well, but yeah, but there's fifty ways. There's fifty ways that you could quadruple their uh, their their, oh, their sure. income, right? Like it's no and 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 Elon knows how to make money. Like, trust me, <laughs> if there's one thing he's good at, it's monetizing shit. Yeah. Well, and, and to, so like, to answer Spud Ruckus's comment here about. Um, now, I don't see how the lizards can let him uh, let him open source code for the algorithm. The reason why he's gonna he's gonna do it anyways is that, and I, this is my opinion, is that if he's trying to solve AI and he's trying to do it through the algorithm, he wants as many eyes and minds working on the pro, pro uh, the, on the on the program as possible, and he wants to do it where where it's like he's not paying anybody, he's not he's not uh, he's not directly mm -hmm. involved. So if anyone comes up with a new thing, he's like, aha. Perfect. We'll take that. Perfect. You figure that out. Perfect. 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 Like he's trying to meta meta brain the issue because he's run into a brick wall with AI that he can't get past. This is his this is his admission in the TED talk. I would love I would love to show you clips, but um, you can go and bitch you. You can always find the live feed there. Well, can't you can't we find can't we find because as far yeah. YouTube isn't striking it because it's uh, posted on YouTube. They're striking it because. Ted has a copyright out against the content, Anything. right? So Anything. even if you found it hosted somewhere else and shared that one, it wouldn't matter. They'd still strike you. Yeah. Never mind. Dumb idea. Um, um, no, it's interesting. But the 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 end of uh, Spud's comment is <laughs> there's you know there's tweets. I think it was even uh, Jake Tapper or somebody. Uh, are you are we on Odyssey? Uh, we are kind of. The problem with Odyssey is that every time I load up to Odyssey. There and all that kind of stuff, all the good stuff. And I can't find it. So oh, yeah. Or Audison, or it's a video form of thing. I've tried to figure it out. I can't, I've, I've hit a brick wall with that too. Um, and I honestly just don't have time. I just, it, it's like I borrow time all the time to do I'm this. All, I'm all forgiveness. Yeah, well, I mean, hey, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to organize things there, but with a two year old and and life is just, it's just, so if I, if, if any, if any,
Japanese side is a, a bit problematic. I'm like, okay, no, screw you. Bit shoot works. I know. I put it up on shoot. It loads. It plays. I like it. Um, same thing. I we were I was putting up audio versions on Anchor all the time, and then Anchor was started giving me some problems. And I was like, okay, I can't, I can't do all this. I can't, I can't, I don't have time to edit or it was just, right. So I'll try to putting more, putting uh, audios up back. I'll try to put audios back soon. <laughs> you can do it. Okay. Beautiful. Um, Anyways, let's not yeah, spend so, too much time on the yeah, so, so, But I just wanted to, to tell the story. I think, I don't know if it was Jake Tapper or who it was, but they're like, just imagine now uh, a tech billionaire is in, is in control of a place where we get our information. What if they just decide to like, start banning all, all of the people on one side and, and then what if they even banned the politicians on that the side president. and what you if they the did president. it like what if they did it like before an election what would we do then what would happen just imagine this crazy world that we would have to live in if people started banning people that they didn't like <laughs> okay you guys uh you're letting the you're letting the thing go do the let it something slip what do you call it the thing that slips the letting mask, that, the, yeah, the mask, the, yeah, veil, yeah, the mask, yeah, one of those things, yeah, um, the face covering the the general, the mat, you know, the general thing. Yeah, um, you can get COVID. Yeah, I the, the, again, and the responses, the responses. There's got to be a tweet in there. Sorry, <laughs> it's got to be true. They're letting the mask slip so far. They're all going to die of COVID. <laughs> um, it, it just yeah. the responses have been. The responses have been so. So I was thinking about this yesterday. Is that um, I don't think the left understands why they do it, but they're they're very very reactionary to modeling. So what Elon Musk has been doing successfully is modeling the. If you want to be a rich person, a rich business person, you're gonna. Some of them are gonna model themselves after Elon Musk, as you have to be because he's a he's a Western. He's a world's richest. Uh, industrialist or whatever you want to call well, it. I mean, Putin is person ever, no? Uh, well, well, no, I mean, Putin. On paper, Putin, like the, Putin's yeah. on a trillion dollars. He, he, Elon even made, made, made allusions to that. Uh, the Saudi princes are sitting on trillions of dollars. But <laughs> let's Sorry. just say that, yeah, for, for all intents and purposes, he's the world's richest man because that's what they call him. Um, yeah. The world's r richest, like, guy who probably in some way earned it. Right. Yeah. Out of Medici. Or a black nobility, or you know, shadow. Just take, shadow. He's not a shadow person. Yeah, just didn't take over a, a gas industry and and control it because <laughs> he's not. He's not Justin Trudeau. Mm, exactly. Anyways, so we have. <laughs> sorry, did you did you ever hear the acronym? I know I'm being a dick today. Sorry. Yeah, um, the Petro Canada is actually stands for Pierre Elliott Trudeau rips off Canada. <laughs> Yeah, did you know? So, did you know that that was his brand? Like that was their thing. Yeah. He was a gas guy, and that's what, uh, that's what, killed, him, that's what killed him in the West. Um, which is weird because I mean, like I always, I always, I'm, I'm again on both sides of that. Again, I'm not uh, big on socialism and especially anymore. But at the same time, when you see how Alberta has handled their oil resources over the years, it's like mm. <laughs> mm -hmm. maybe you needed a better plan, like. Not saying that Pierre's was the well, was but right. isn't it because they're completely dependent on Ottawa in order to export? Like, what are they supposed oh, to do? I mean, this is what the same thing that the federal government did to the wheat farmers in yeah. uh, Manitoba and Saskatchewan. They've been doing it since the seventies. They set up the wheat board. And they decide which, who you can sell to for how much, and just fuck them all off their land. Which then Stephen Harper sold to the Saudis, which is brilliant. <laughs> I don't even know how that works. How do you sell an internal board that only uh, Canada uses? <laughs> 
to a foreign country who's now setting prices for Canada in a resource that they don't even really use. It's really screwed up. Yeah. Anywho, uh, Elon Musk modeling. So the interesting thing, so he's been modeling successful business person and that's, and the left have been, scre- been screaming about that because I, because th- I, because they do this instinctively. I think they try to destroy successful models. Jordan Peterson was a very good model for a while. Um, and I'm not saying role model in general, but he's modeling a certain kind of person that people then start to be, try to become. Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan has many people who are trying to be like Joe Rogan. Um, and I think Elon now is a very successful model. He's certainly made things a lot more interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and this whole free speech thing, because it's nebulous, it can be anything he wants. It can be this, it can yeah. be that, you know? So it'll be interesting to see if he starts to model what he thinks a free speech person should be. Because what we're really talking about here is not really free speech. We're talking about acceptable speech. Right, what is acceptable yeah. to say, when and where, online in a public in a public space? That's what's going to come down to, and that's what we don't know. We don't know really what he thinks is acceptable and not acceptable, because um, it always comes down to that. You know, we we yeah. there is no. I mean, I used to call myself a free speech absolutist, and then I started thinking about. It, I'm like, well, hang on a second. <laughs> Maybe yes, you should be able to say anything you want. Technically, well, within whatever, like I'm socially, I mean, you have to, there's gonna be some lines to be drawn just to, so you don't ca- cause conflicts every goddamn plan. You know, well, as a perfect, I mean, that's a great segue, even though we're not ready to go there yet. But this goes into the uh, Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial Absolutely. that my wife is addicted to, and I've it's been watching crazy. too. It's, it's, it's pretty it's, crazy. Uh, it's so much there. Like for me, like there's, there's, layers and layers and levels because it, it it's like people can see it, it's like oh this is just celebrity drama but it's so much bigger because it covers like just a ton of topics but um with the free speech thing it's it's a slander case mm-hmm. or slander or defamation which I mean, the, te- the definition and we've been through this in court before um so it's, it's, it's and i could be wrong but um slander is when you speak something and defamation is when you write something yeah exactly so if it's in the paper, which is what she did, so it's a defamation case. But regardless, um, I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan of slander laws because basically it's, it's, it falls under the same category as almost any other kind of suit where you're seeking damages. Is are they quantifiable? And so if you're gonna prove, if you're gonna, if you're gonna um, litigate um, uh, defamation or slander, you have to a prove that they did it, prove they did it consciously, and then show how it it, it hurts you. So it's it's not even like it, it kind of doesn't even come into the realm of free speech because it's just it's like it's it's almost speech as an action mm-hmm. you know what i mean so it's not even like it, it gets into this interesting interesting territory between like well sticks and stones of break my bones like oh no you didn't offend me like it wasn't you didn't it wasn't my emotions you you ruined my reputation or you cost yeah. me financially and you did it maliciously. So to me, that's that's not a uh... an attack needs a defense, right? So um, and we we can so the, but the, again, this is the whole slippery slope. Well, not slippery slope. This is the whole gray area we get into. Um, and then what solves it really, or what can I think what what is a counterbalance to it is human decency, which is one of the things I'm the most. Um, let's say interested in, or, or if it, there's anything left in my life goals, it's to preserve and, 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 um, and encourage more, more and more human decency in the world. 
in my immediate circles and, and otherwise. Because I think I see it as, and again, that's sort of a nebulous larger term, what do we mean by that? But it's the only thing I think that can be a counterbalance to a lot of this bullshit. Um, I mean, let's get into it, right? So, so two of the big things that's happened in the last few weeks, Taylor Lorenz uh, outed uh, the creator of, of Libs of TikTok, another woman, by the way. So, you know, this feminism fraternity thing is apparently doesn't really fucking, doesn't matter if, if there's a story made. Um, yeah, no, no. And a minority. And a minority. Uh, so Libs of TikTok, for anyone who doesn't know, which I, if you're a fan of the show, I'm, I'd be weird if you didn't know, but um, <laughs> they're, they're basically working. I think I retweet. I think I retweet libs of TikTok more than anyone else, other than maybe James Lindsay and Joe Rogan gave them a shout out, which I think is a major boost to their channel. But all they do, all they do, all she does, I should say, is show clips, usually from people. No, this is the one time I like the use of they as a pronoun. Okay. Yeah, Um, let's let's keep it anonymous. Sure. Um, I mean, it's out there. Whatever. I'm not going to use her name most because I don't have it written down. But yeah, I don't. It's like weird. (laughs) It doesn't matter. Ethnic. Um, yeah, it's Jewy. It's Jewy. <laughs> it's Jewy and Chewy at the same time. So, t- Libs of TikTok just puts out clips from usually from TikTok videos of weird lefty people saying really weird lefty people shit. Um, and it's not, as far as I can tell, it's not doctor. I mean, it is clipped usually from a larger, maybe from a slightly larger thing. But TikTok's like what, fifteen minutes or something like that? I don't know. Whatever. Um, TikTok, no, it's like a minute, a minute 40, I think. Is it? Max. Okay. It's really short, I mean, yeah. So I mean, basically these things, if they're clipped at all, is like very, very minor. And it's just showing people saying some really crazy shit. Um, now, I get it, right? I get one, if I'm going to play devil's advocate with this, I can understand if you are on the left any in any capacity, but not that far left, not in fucking, in, totally insane, just, just, just wrong, um, then you can look at this and go, <laughs> And go okay. Well, Be a little I, binary there, Jay. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm I'm past the point of care, um, but I got a two year old man. Everything's binary in this world. Is, you know, uh, um, so she's just sleep or not asleep. That's what we struggle with on a, a nightly basis. Uh, okay. So I can understand if you're leftist and saying, look, look, you're painting everyone else who has these even slightly these opinions out to be an asshole. And it's like, yeah, okay, fine, maybe. But here's the thing. People on your side, your your group that you're associated with, are saying some crazy shit, and then telling us and gaslighting us every time we say, "Hey, you're saying some crazy shit." They're like, "No, we're not." And like, "Okay, here, here's a video. Here's here's ten videos. Right. Here's a hundred videos of you saying some really crazy shit." Can we admit that at least some people are saying it? You know, like, well, yeah, some people are saying, but it's a good thing. And and then of course, and now they're trying to use free speech, and who knows, right? It's it's the yeah. it's the constant changing of the of the argument. That being said. Um, so Taylor Renz releases a, a Washington Post article. So not a, not a shit rag Jacobin, whatever, some Mother Jones bullshit, like a m- major publication. Uh, and the original article, which Tim, Tim Poole has done some really good work on uh, in terms of exposing, mm-hmm. is because they try to lie their way out of this. They released the, the Libs of Talk TikTok creator's name, which is, okay, whatever. I don't know if that was even common knowledge, but it, they released the name. And they released links back to her, their, this, this person's home address, well, work address slash home address. And then it also exposed their members of their family's address. Yeah. And then and they, what they do for a living. Yeah. And what, they, and what they do for a living. And then they deleted that, that link and tried to pass off saying, oh, no, we didn't. 
when they were, you know, they, they were being accused of doxing, they're like, no, no, we didn't. You're like, but you did. <laughs> like, but you obviously, and Tim Pool, to his credit, exposed that whole thing. Um, and it's like, when we're talking about human decency, where's the decency? Like, what oh, goes on in your head? To what, what, what kind of human scum who says, you know what, these people, this person who's not even creating attack ads, who's not even like, it, it wouldn't matter if they were, but, but I'm saying is they're not even doing really underhanded, scummy, skeezy shit to undermine us. They're just showing what people on our side are, t are saying. And well, we need to, we need to possibly destroy this person's life. Like, well, that's what I want to <laughs> like, get into is like, it's not even, cause you could say that something that would sort of be the equivalent, but it's still way worse is like the daily show. There's a guy on there and I've seen several of his, you know, little bits where he goes to Trump rallies and finds the five dumbest fucking people he can find who just sound retarded, you know? And it's, it's, a, this is, this goes all the way back to, um, uh, John Stewart's days, you know, the, the, this was what this is what Colbert did. He would go and interview people, but even there, they don't just take your stuff that you recorded and published yourself. They're they're interviewing you and they're splicing that up and they're editing it and they're doing you and know the, the you. highly edited yeah. and then and then putting it on television. You know, so mm -hmm. it's like anything you could possibly accuse libs of TikTok doing. Take that, make it evil, and then multiply the it, the the. The, the diabolicness by a factor of 10 and you're yeah. still not you're still jim not jeffries. even at what the at what they celebrate the, the jim their celebrities got, doing jim jeffries got exposed multiple times for doing this on his, yeah. his comedy central hbo i don't know whether it was a show was a netflix show whatever where I you think do it's, interviews. I think it's comedy central or whatever it doesn't matter it's, i think yeah. it's done now he would, yeah, he would do terrible. these interviews with people guide them into into try to guide them into having uh, saying certain things and then edit it and there's one guy who went in and filmed the whole thing and yeah it was Abby Yamini. yeah exactly and exposed him for it saying that because on the show he's trying to paint uh, paint this guy out as be a massive racist and 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 you actually watch the full uncut stuff he's like and he's steering around all this stuff they just yeah. clipped it and used it like that's diabolical that's indecent um you know basically just doing clips which are funny for a uh, funny and scary <laughs> when you watch a lot of the libs tiktoks like, these people are out there some of them are teachers and it's like you should know that this is happening at least be aware of it so you can maybe ask some questions for your teachers at school like maybe you should sit on a class maybe you should be you know be somewhat aware that that this is happening in your country um and yeah maybe you should do the shit you should have been doing since grade one which is showing up to the parent teacher meetings yeah. And interviewing these people and talking to your kid, showing up in the classroom and seeing if there's any like flags on the wall, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of <laughs> stuff. <the> desk or... <laughs> but I think, but I also don't blame people because I, I don't know if I said this uh, on our last episode or not, but it's really interesting because like we, we have these conversations is, 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 is just everything evil. Are they taking over the world? Are they, you know, like it's, it just seems like it's, negative thing after negative thing after negative thing like just have been fucking just piled on us for the past you know f f while and you know i always say well evil people have their plots and they're always going to be scheming but it's like trying to take over the world with evil is like trying to model for climate change <laughs> you're playing whack-a-mole with a bit with a with a million variables and so they kind of push their luck with the lockdown and what they didn't see happening was 
uh, kind of like a parent's revolt. Mm -hmm. And, and um, so people found out like, Oh, Oh, what's going on in schools? Oh, what's going on? What is this uh, grooming shit? Oh, what is it? And now it's like, look at, look at Netflix is going down. Disney's going down. The, The teachers unions are going down. It's just like, there's these dominoes are just falling because they, they, I think the goal with the lockdown was to isolate people so you could control them. But what they ended up doing is actually pushing people together into in, on forums and in chat groups and in modes of communication that they were not even aware of. They weren't policing them. They weren't doing anything. Everybody I know is in 10 different Telegram groups, 10 different Facebook groups. The Facebook ones get shut down. They got a new one up the next day and they're all sharing videos and they they went from they went from oh the government's good and teachers are great to you know follow the cabal and uh, you know past me you know like they made, now now Alex Jones is like a regular guy. <laughs> Can you imagine? And you I love know, it. I love it. Angry, so, which, is, which is a little scary, but um, yeah, I think that's just a, that's because he's going to lose his uh, his suit. It's it's yeah. nothing. Anyways. Um, I agree with you. And one of the interesting things because of all this is that because you put kids in school, put kids in doing um, online learning, it was probably the first time that parents were actually looking at some of the material going, wait a minute, what? Um, What's going on? And then when they hear other things like start connecting certain dots, then it's like, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, what's going, what the fuck's going on? Like this is way different than what we were taught in school. Yeah, this is, what the fuck is this? Like, because I was thinking about it. Um, did you ever see the, the Josh Hartnett movie? Uh, I think it's called like Forty Days and Forty Nights, where mm-hmm. he tries he tries not to nut for forty days because of something yeah. that he made yeah. about a girl. It happens in San Francisco Very around two thousand. Very vaguely, yeah. I remember watching that when I was like eighteen and being like, "Oh my god, San Francisco looks like heaven." Because mm-hmm. it was just everyone was cool and it was just the hot chicks and like the liberal kind of. Uh, paradise. Utopia, yeah. And and this was like, you know, it was all about tech. He worked at a tech firm and everybody's working in tech firms. And uh, like, I want to show it to like a 20 year old now and say, look, and so like, how many times in this movie, which is about pop culture, sex issues in San Francisco, how many times do they mention gay, trans, gender, not transgender, trans, both of those things, you know, like any of the stuff that's everywhere now. So this is how much the world has changed in 20 in years, 20 years. Like that, it wasn't even, it didn't exist in the furthest left ish stuff. Like it literally, and this is what they don't understand is like, no, no, it's not, it's not that we're, you know, the just old, whatever. It's like, no, 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 you, you redefined humanity, reality, reality. In a half a generation, and not just like where it was like, oh, this was sort of underground or whatever. It's like, no, 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 you just created this shit out of whole cloth. Yeah. Well, in the whole thing was, and the whole thing was always created. Like, oh, yeah, you're right about all of it. The whole thing was always created. Uh, what's about to say, uh, yeah, I don't think that was planned for it. Um, the, uh, the exposure of the of, the, of classes and, and classroom um, curriculum. Another yeah, no, time, they couldn't, they could, they you know there's one of those things they just didn't even think of. And then China goes and, and gives us TikTok to corrupt the youth. And then they're, you know, they're, they're like, oh shit, their teachers are that dumb. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and they're saying the quiet shit out loud. 
and proudly like because again yeah. this is how you because you have to do this this is why it gives me a lot of hope the security state requires a lot of energy an ideologically based state creates has has a, expends a lot of energy and the only way you get a lot of this to, to, is to work is to make true believers out of your foot soldiers which in this case the teachers yeah. unfortunately that then exposes them because they believe this nonsense. Exactly. Whereas the people behind them are like, mm, we're just trying to use this to get our foothold and do the fucking thing we want to do, right? And we just want to fuck kids. That's all we want to do is just fuck kids. <laughs> and now you're, and you're making this really awkward now. You're making you're making fucking kids really awkward. That's what you're doing here. Thank you. Yeah, right? It really fucks up your scheme when you give the useful idiots a global platform, right? <laughs> and then they make and then, and then they make Shut cuties. The they make they yeah. make cuties, and you're like, dude, what 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 are you, what are you? What are, you, what are you doing like that's again what gives me hope and again and and to the counterbalance with human decency is that you know there's a human decency crisis in many ways and we can get we'll finish this off with the amber, amber heard stuff um but uh because i mean the shitting on the bed and all that stuff is is amazing i want to hear what your what your take is on this because i think you've i think you're you're deeper down that rabbit hole than i am i've been just watching some clips I am, um, but I haven't coalesced my thoughts into anything coherent. So oh, well, we'll, be, we'll, we'll, I mean, we'll yeah. just do we'll just jello thoughts at this point. That's fine. Yeah. Um, but uh, <laughs> uh, TM that with jello thoughts. Um, so yeah, I, I do think there's a human decency crisis in many ways, and I think social media uh, certainly magnifies that. On the flip side, as you just pointed out, there is a massive wave, a massive pushback. And a pushback in ways that I think is stronger than than any evil cabal, whatever you want to call it, um, can contend with. The interesting thing with Twitter thing is we're, we're going to find out. I think Elon has his own reasons for doing this, but that doesn't exclude the, that doesn't exclude the point that he might be. Because again, I keep going back to the whole thing: is he's the only elite talking about underpopulation. He's the only one saying that this is a, actually a big problem. It's a civilizational problem. That doesn't seem to me as someone who, if he's got, if he's trying to engineer um, human slavery or something like that. I mean, maybe, maybe he's like, look, I need, I need human slaves. I, if we, if we, I don't have, an, I don't have the population for it. That's gonna be a problem for me. Maybe, um, <laughs> sure, why not? Otherwise, though, it, it kind of sounds to me, just going what he's saying, what he's, what he's signaling, that he actually might give a crap about the human race. As much I, as a I, robot can, yeah. I mean, as much as a aut autistic robot can, and um, and that's fine with me. I'm okay if we have. Well, it's, 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 it's like it's so hard being on whatever the fuck side it is that we're on, because we can't even take a win when it's handed to us on a silver. It's like, well, I don't know. It's, it's, just, uh, it's like, how about let him do something bad and then. Well, yeah, we'll and, and that's kind of, and that's what I've decided to do. when you get him, because I, I've heard everything from he's the antichrist on one side um, to like Cyprian's now he's, he's abandoned Matthew McConaughey as the antichrist. And now it's Elon. I'm like Christ, dude. I mean, <laughs> uh, I like Cyprian and all that stuff, but it's like you, if you call everyone the antichrist, I mean, eventually you're going to get it right, maybe. Um, yeah, yeah. But anyone who like, does anything like relatively sane, you're like, well, it's because they're evil. No, it's because they're evil. Okay, uh, are you? Which side? Are you, you know, you're, you're looking like. Uh... Yeah. At what point are we the crazy one? Like that's exactly. Like, I, I, you know, one of the, one of the uh, I, I haven't really been pushing this catch slogan, but it's like uh, you know, you are not alone is part of the mantra. The part of the point of this podcast is to reach out to people and remind them that you're not alone. If you if you think you have crazy thoughts, like at least we we all have crazy thoughts. So maybe we're all crazy together. Um, 
and uh, and that's fine, right? But I also like to moor it a little bit in something that's halfway decent, really rational, like has a, some sort of rationale. So when I look at Elon and try to figure out his motives, it's not so much that I'm attributing malice to those motives because uh, I don't know how that's going to shake out. Yeah. At the same time, it's like you gotta. I want to at least look behind the words he's speaking because I don't think anyone is a hundred percent honest in that at that level. It's you got too much no, at risk. No, definitely not. Because um, you're negotiating and you're playing, you're playing forty, fifteen D chess. That's at, that's at, at that level. Uh, I would yeah. imagine. Um, but I mean, it yeah. also can. It also can be the case that it's he he needs it for something whatever it is, AI, um, whatever, and also thinks it would be better if it was not... Um, Controlled like, by black because, because I think he, like, not only does he think that, um, you know, population decline is a, is a civilizational risk, he also thinks that wokeness is a civilizational risk. Right. And I think that he's aware of them having the reins of power over public discourse is psychotically dangerous and i think he likes um owning houses uh to point uh, yeah. to counterbalance uh, what you're saying spud actually it's happening it's happening globally now in china they're expecting by 20 by the end of the century to be down to a population roughly around 600 million from two and a half billion to 600 million uh you're seeing massive drops uh in uh in india as well uh, comparative to to what's normal, the only place on Earth or the only Africa. areas on Earth that aren't seeing these kind of drops are in Africa. I think Nigeria. They're they're expecting Nigeria to have more people in Ni Nigeria based on current birth rates than China in about I don't know fifty years. Um, so it is global. Um, the other big continent, yeah, no, is, it, is, it, is it racist if that scares me? Well, uh, probably, but I mean, okay, you're not alone. <laughs> um, whatever. Um, so it's happening globally, as, as far as I understand it. Like, I, these are the numbers I've seen, and this is what Elon's talked about. And I haven't seen any. Um, I haven't seen anything that 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 um, contradicts that data. So, whatever, right? Um, it's a big enough concern that because it's happening in South America as well. But birth rates, we always talk about sustainable birth rates. So you always have like. Uh, you know, parents having two children, and those children going well, it's two and a half is the sustainable amount, right? Because you yeah, can't because, just because you want to some people die early and shit, right? So they and usually say between two and three kids, also depending yeah. on where you're having it. Like in the West, your chance of your child dying um, is relatively a lot less than, let's say, I don't know, pick a pick a shit place, you know. Um, but uh, at the same time, like you know, Mexico City, right? I don't know, whatever. Um, but at the same time, it's like, you know, most people have, the, the problem is that most people are not even having kids and other kids, people who having kids have one. Um, yeah, or so two. yeah, or two and one kid dies and that's not sustainable. Um, going forward. It's funny. And we, we, we can never apply like Keynesianism to population numbers. You know, like, no, it needs well, no. to be multipliers. And only that, it to, but it's, it's not growing, it's dying, right? It works with economics apparently. And I think with the, I think the, the, and it's interesting because he's trying to do ro AI and robotics. So the natural inclusion, the, the, the sort of the, uh, the more dark idea is they would want to get rid of people because it's like, well, we don't need these people anymore. The only function they have, these people have is workers and f factory workers, which is the only thing that I would push back on 
one of the things Elon said, and I'm planning on doing writing something about this, um, is uh, is his definition of what a useless or repetitive job is, because it's like okay, I mean we can there is no happy cashiers. There are some certain jobs in the world that I think if if they got wished out of existence tomorrow. No one's gonna. No one's gonna bat at it. No, no one's gonna. Yeah, cry. Everything at McDonald's. You know, exactly. <laughs> right. Like, there's no. So happy pretty much the entire service industry. More or less. I mean, to a certain to, to a certain degree. At the same time, a lot of people derive value out of certain jobs. I would think would be re- relatively repetitive. Now, I would never worked a factory, um, mm-hmm. but I'm sure there's other jobs that maybe Elon or co- and Co would say. Well, that's just that's not dignified for human being. It's like, yeah, but I get to do stuff like my, my job right now, well, um, being a groundskeeper is like, I get to put on earbuds and listen to podcasts all day or, uh, books on tape while I'm working on a tractor or something like that doing relatively repetitive work, but in some, some days, yeah, but you're working I, with your hands, you're outdoor and you're learning. And that I, sounds like heaven. And I get to enjoy, and I get, I get, get to enjoy it. Like, so, you know, it's, well, and the, the other factor is humans and work is a satisfaction unto itself for people. So unless you're going to eliminate the people, you can't eliminate work. That's a really, really, really bad, uh, yeah. toxic idea. So I don't know. It reminds me of a meme un, almost unrelated but it had American flag and below the Soviet flag and over the American flag, it said work or starve and over the Soviet flag it says, Work and starve, <laughs> pretty much. I mean, look, it's in the Bible, right? When the, when the commands was about to toss out of the out of the garden, was in man is is a beast of work. Like man, go must go work. We, you know, go work and you know be fruitful and multiply. Well, yeah, no, but it's also it's in uh, Ecclesiastes. Uh, sure. King Solomon was saying, "I have everything." This is the richest man who ever lived, and he said, "I have everything, and there's nothing as satisfying as a day of hard work." Yep. 100%. There's nothing better on this earth than like working outdoors on a fucking hot day, finishing work, coming home and cracking a beer. It's yep. and that beer without that work is garbage. Yeah, it was. It's it's like uh, it's like uh, giving yourself congratulations without having done anything. You're like, yeah. congratulations for being you. Which I, you know, again, you know, well, this is a bigger subject. Well, let's get to the Amber Heard stuff because we're running out of time. Um, but. Uh, this is one of the biggest problems we have in the West is that I think all culture really is ritualistic is is ritualistic expressions of responsibility. Um, and as we have created systems that allow people to escape responsibility or shirk the responsibility or put it onto other people who are doing the exact same thing, culture has been eroded and has been hollowed out into like, what uh, some food practices and some yeah. whatever. There's, there's no... Right, there's no spirit behind it because there's no responsibility towards the culture to to maintain it, to make it thrive, to to um, to be a living part of it. The ritual has become just symbolic, whether it's it, whether the 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 understanding of the necessity of it has evaporated, and that's happened in our lifetime, which is crazy. Because remember, I remember being a kid, and and things like Thanksgiving and Christmas and all those other things were actual big Easter was a big deal. Even if you were marginally, only marginally religious, um, there are big cultural moments in the society. You're treated very, very differently. And I'm not doing the whole war on Christmas, whatever bullshit. I'm just in a, you know, multiculturalism. No, but I mean, we grew up in Canada. I mean, when we were born, 
everything was closed on Sunday and people went to church. Yeah. So in one lifetime, that's gone. Yeah. And, that's, and now yeah, we're burning really, those churches to the ground. So, you know. Yeah. For me, it's like 45 years. Like 45 years is not that long to go from uh, from one completely different culture, which, again, wasn't even that crazy conservative to no. what we have now. Uh, which gives me hope because I mean that means in another forty five we can hopefully reverse the trend. But yeah, yeah. Um, okay, let's let's finish off with with the fun stuff. Um, Johnny Depp, Amber Heard, go go. <laughs> I don't know where to go with it. I'm, I'm even though I have. Um, it's funny because I've I've never been a Depp fan. I mean, Fear and Loathing is one of my favorite movies since the first time I ever saw it when I was eighteen. Mm. But in terms of like his catalog of work, or you know, he's it's just never really appealed to me, generally. And then, huh? I love his early stuff. Edward Scissorhands is, I think, still great. Yeah, um, I like, I like the, I like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies for what they were. Oh, um, yeah. you know, just big action schlock, and he was great in it. He, he made yeah. the movie. Um, if it would have been anyone else doing anything else but that, it would have been like, oh, well, I would have. Oh, you didn't watch it for Orlando Bloom. No, oddly not. No, oddly yeah. not. But you know what I mean? Like, it's never, like, I was just like, yeah, he's Johnny Depp, and I don't have anything against him, and he's really talented for what he does. You know, I mean, he's, 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 a, he's a fantastic character, crazy person with makeup actor. He's got his niche, yeah. Yeah. And, but I mean, as a person, I always just found him as kind of like not there. Mm. You know, there was never been a good, he's not charismatic and not, you know, interview or whatever. Anyways, to put that aside, um, since I heard about this five years ago, I was, I've, I've been on Johnny's side a little bit, I think just because, um, I can smell a bitch from a mile away. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's I don't about smell it. Bitch, yeah. but I can, I can, I can smell bullshit from a mile away. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, yeah. And, um, uh, trying to keep my train of thought here cause there's too many, there's too many angles to it. Um, but since watching the trial, I've actually become a big fan of Johnny the person. Mm. Um, and I mean, I sent you the, his first day, uh, sorry, his second day on the stand. So when he's being cross-examined, so this is like the yeah. worst of the worst. And it, it's, it's, it's incredible. So apparently like all the stuff that they're reading, they had a trial in the UK and somewhere in that trial, someone handed Amber's legal team 17,000 text messages, mm. like his entire phone record illegally. Then she's been taping him in California illegally for their entire marriage. So it's like, just imagine being in the position where like, Oh, she's you're a private guy, right? Like, and now ev like the, the, every text message, someone's recording you every time you're high, like, I think I can safely say that you would be as mortified as I was. I mean, other than the fact that I'm always responsible, charming, caring, and, and classy. Always. Um, always. You know, I, I, have, I share, I, I do text prove it. <laughs> I do share some uh, traits with Mr. Depp. One of the, one of the great things about, one of the great things about moving out to Australia is that your 4 a.m. texts actually come at four o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah, exactly. So it's perfect timing. I, it's, it's, it's a really, it's a, it's a good end of the day kind of, kind of read now. It's like, oh, well, here's, here's. Yeah. And now, and now you get every time I call somebody a cunt, it's, it's a loving gesture. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not me like waking up and like, what? who's he calling a cunt today? I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, look, here's the great thing about this whole thing, right? It's, uh, the money, I think Johnny doesn't really, he does or doesn't, I don't know what, what his financials are these days. Um, They're not great, apparently. Well, I mean, he's... That's, they're trying to frame it as like he's suing here because his career's over. Well, his career, I think his career in terms of Disney movies and stuff is definitely over because um, what's being brought out in this trial is not, is, he's not going to get a G-rated or PG-rated movie. Ever again. It's not brand safe. But he can make a couple more Fear and Loathings. Yeah, I mean, he can probably sell a bunch of stuff and, and be fine. Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, and also, he's not going to get $50 million from her because she doesn't have any money. The only reason she has any anything is because of because of him. Because, um, I mean, much. If she wasn't married to Johnny Depp, would we ever ever heard this person? She's kind of pretty. I had heard of her before. I had heard of her before they met because she was in a couple of things, and I remember watching a movie with her, and I was like, "Oh, she's hot." So I watched the movie, and it was so bad. I hated her personally for it. <laughs> he held her responsible. That's, that's that was yeah. how I knew. What really what really annoys me is um, my probably my favorite movie of all time. And it's severely underrated. Almost no one's seen it. It's called The Rum Diary. Oh, yeah. And it's it's Hunter Thompson's first book. And Johnny and he's, produced he's it himself. It. And that's where they met, was filming this movie. And I adore this film. For every reason that it everyone else hates it, I fucking love it. Is Great he, music. I, totally like, I actually feel like I'm in, in wherever the hell it happens. I think it's Havana. For two hours. Uh, I think it's Havana or Southern Florida. No, no, it's not Cuba. It's... Um, Hawaii or no, I don't know. It's it's only tropical, anyways. But it's um, it's the the book. Sorry, the book is is terribly written because it's his first book. Almost nothing happens in the entire film, and it's just kind of paced. But (laughs) drink six beers, especially if you're alone. Put on that put on that film, and you feel like you're there for two hours. I think was Johnny's Johnny's excuse to drink drink on set. Um, Probably in character. in a baby movie I loved. Yeah, but I mean, here's the, the thing. only movie remember, I've seen more than three times. I remember watching that movie and enjoying it as well. I had to be reminded that Amber Heard was in that movie because she's that forgettable. I guess she yeah. was in Aquaman or whatever bullshit. My point is this. If it wasn't for Johnny Depp, we wouldn't know who she was, really. I mean, she, she, she might have been in some stuff. Like People were, were kind of like, oh, yeah, she was in wouldn't that movie once. Heard of her? Heard of her? Um, <laughs> dad jokes never die, dude. Um uh, but uh, so she owes everything to him, and so I don't think he's going to get fifty million dollars out of her, anyways. Maybe he can. She has five. I don't know exactly. Um, but he's what he's what, what this has done though, and I think he's already this has already happened. Is he's won the court of public opinion back to him? Like what killed him originally was that she released that information, everyone turned on him, even people who were more or less a Johnny Depp supporter was like, oh, okay, let's find out about this because he's yeah. doing some sketchy shit. He's drunk a lot and he's, and he's high on drugs and some of that. So maybe things happened, right? We don't know. Um, but all this keeps coming out is like, she's not just, a, she's not just a, a, a crazy bitch. She's a crazy evil bitch. Like, and so her career is done. Like if nothing else, oh, yeah. her career is, is finished. God, bye, bye, bye. You know, like, um, She's got she's got to marry rich now, and uh, and uh, third time's the charm. <laughs> and I think Johnny can at least yeah, exactly. And I think Johnny can at least probably come back to make indie, mid-sized stuff. Maybe get on a Netflix show, like not Netflix, but maybe get on a 
on a series. Like I could see that happening because if Robert Downey Jr. got rehabilitated back in the public eye, mm-hmm. and he was in way, way, in way worse shape than Johnny was in terms of public antics and going to jail and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah. well, and there's also the there is the further context of like this isn't stuff that came out by by Johnny's doing, right. Right, like this is he. He knows how bad this is. Like again, because I'm, I'm, who knows? I'm, a, I'm a weirdo, but I feel like I'm probably not alone. But there's a lot of people like me whose respect for him has gone from like I couldn't give a shit to like I put put him on a pedestal now for mm-hmm. having the 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 balls to go through this. Yeah, because he's just, like because like a you gotta you gotta know like that he's. Like you got to know personally the, the amount of faith he has in himself to say, bring it, yep. put it out there. And I, I have enough faith in not only what a good person is, but that I am one that, and enough faith, not only in himself, but in people. Like, right. I don't think Amber knows people. I think she's like a, 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 a kid who was simultaneously ignored and spoilt in her for her entire life. And she's disassociative pathologies of like psychopathy, and but I think Johnny Depp is such a down to earth guy. Like I think he goes and does like these kids charity things enough, and like is actually around regular people to the point where he knows them well enough, where he's like, no, no, they'll get me and they'll like me and they'll. Well, his artist friend, which is which one of the best testimonies, one of the best testimonies was his artist friend, who he's helped the out. The guy with the white goatee. Yeah, who's like just he's I from like from the Bronx basically. Yeah. yeah. The way he responds to things. And like it again, he's a real he's a real human being. He's not Hollywood. He's an art he's a visual artist that Johnny knew is like, I think they grew up together or had uh, knew since they were yeah, that first like, childhood friend. Yeah. And and Johnny's just sponsoring him basically. He's just like, hey, yeah. uh, you know, I'll give you I have property. Go live there for free and make your art. Um and uh, you know I'll get get you to do an art show or something like that whenever you have it. Um, like that's the kind of person Johnny Depp is, and I don't, and I'm, I'm not even trying to say that that you can't have that side of personality, and uh, and also beat the shit out of your wife. Like you, you, those yeah. two things could exist in, in a human being, but it's just like they got nothing. Um, they they everything they have keeps blowing up in their face. Um, yeah. the big, the big well, one is this. The big one was this. Right. We just finished yeah, go, go. because Rogan, Rogan commented on this. We got to wrap this up soon. Um, but yeah, uh, um, while you while you say that, I'm going to look up a clip and we're going to end on that clip because it is uh, seven. Just tell me where where so it is. Look it up. On it's on Twitter. Oh yeah, so you got to you. Uh, shit. No, I can, I'm going to tweet it. I mean, if you go on Twitter, go to my Twitter. I'm going to tweet it and then you can play it. Okay. Um, so the well, the big one was that she said that uh, she used this makeup to um, to hide the bruises, and then that company came out and said, "Yeah, we didn't have that brand and that product available until like <laughs> until like a year after she was claiming she was using it." Shit. You know, yeah, like, I'm just sending it to you on Messenger. Okay. Uh, and it's a one minute clip, so it's perfect. We'll see. Oh shit! Uh, no, it's public public info, so we can't get a copyright strike for it. Oh, we'll, we'll find out. I mean, at, at, at this point, okay, so if, if anyone who hasn't been watching the trial, uh, uh, Amber's Amber Heard's lawyer mm-hmm. is a big fan of 
um, objecting because it, of hearsay. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, know. That was a great one. Which is I just saw the clip for hearsay, huh? hearsay. And John, Johnny's reacting like, is that hearsay? I, you know, like, yeah. Uh, oh, no. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, am I playing this entire clip? Because like, like, uh, I scroll the YouTube thing, you know, like YouTube's fake TikTok. And it's just like, because, you know, they, they'll take you like it's the algorithm still shit. Like after you watch something twice, it'll just show you all that thing. And uh, <laughs> so now mine's all just like clips of it's like Johnny Depp owns Johnny Depp owns just because he has these little, you know, things, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the guys, like, I got other uses for your throat that don't involve <laughs> violence. It's like, uh, can you read that again? Can you read that again? Did I read that right the first time? Did I read that right? Uh, Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna put you on mute because you're gonna get that. Yeah, go for it. Silliness. So read the the title so no one know what. Okay. Uh, This is Amber Heard's attorney objects to his own question. Uh, Where are we here? That interaction with Debbie Lloyd when you're in the house, correct? Yes, briefly. And isn't it true that in the entire time you were there, you were not informed as to what caused damage to Mr. Depp's hand on finger on March 8th? Objection, hearsay. I'm asking what he wasn't told. I'll sustain the objection. Next question. You didn't know what could cause damage to Mr. Depp's hand while you were there on March 8th, correct? Dr. Kipper told me he sustained an injury on one of his fingers. uh, Objection, hearsay. Wait, you, you asked the question. Oh, oh. next question. Okay, you said he sustained an injury to his finger. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to Law and Crime. Hey, Thanks for joining right. us here on our continued. That is brilliant. That is brilliant. I mean, she. I mean, obviously, um, he's not going to get. Like, she's obviously not paying top dollar for the top legal defense here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's amazing. Here's a, um, you asked the question. Oh, wait, I wrote you on mute. Oh, shit. Okay, sorry. Okay. Anyways, is that not the perfect way to end the show? Uh, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'm about, <laughs> about to pee my pants, so. Okay. Uh, thank you, Spud Records, for being in the chat. Thank you very much for watching. Yes, thanks, Please Spud. Like, subscribe and share. Uh, we have, I have bigger plans for these, for the podcast this year. Um, it all comes down to if I can get a, my shit together and be find energy, which, uh, I'm there sort of lacking these days, but we're, we're moving forward folks. We're, we'll do we're it. expand and do new fun things and just do this weekly show, which I, which I, I enjoy after a year of doing this, uh, you know, uh, not to keep you too long, but, uh, cause you don't have to pee, but you know, we've, we started with no real idea. We still don't have one necessarily, uh, but we survived me moving to Australia. Uh, technical difficulties abound. Um, I, if I remember the first first few episodes that didn't even get released because it was just like awful audio because we were trying to do two things off Discord because um, we had no oh, yeah. Listen, um, the goal was to get better at it, and I think we've done that. So yeah, year mission, one, mission accomplished. Year one, we've gotten better. Year two we get better better i don't know we'll we'll figure out a mission statement at some point but uh, perfect and and as johnny as oh go ahead no just remember for people uh you're you're not alone Uh, we are authentic as fuck i'm coming up with taglines that's these are two i've figured out okay (laughs) authentic as fuck you're not alone 
And as Johnny would say, if you were a girl in his life, see you next Tuesday. <laughs> Thank you, folks. Uh, much love. We'll talk to you soon.